couple of major cases we want to talk to Royal Oaks, ABC News legal analyst about. He is with us from Los Angeles. Royal, thank you so much for being here. My pleasure. Big day uh, for Donald Trump. And uh, Fannie Willis was going to testify, but she's not. But the question is still there on the docket in Georgia as to uh, the impact of of her alleged misconduct uh, on the prosecution of Donald Trump. Let's start with the Fannie Willis situation. Where are we with that case and what is at stake here? Well, the Trump folks and his co-defendants, or 17 of them, I think, uh, have said uh, to the judge, uh, look, uh, Fannie Willis clearly is building this case and pushing it in order uh, to satisfy personal interests. She had a, a romantic relationship with this guy that she appointed as the, the gladiator, the lead trial lawyer against Trump and all of the others. And therefore, the case should be dismissed. That's a long shot because no matter what kind of misconduct is committed by a, a district attorney, even if it's proven, uh, the, the system has ways of solving that. Usually, if you have a conflict within the DA's office, let's say it's his cousin on trial, you go to the state attorney general or some other prosecutor in, in Georgia. So that that can be overcome, as embarrassing as it is going to be for uh, for her. But then the second question is, what about the timing? As we know, Donald Trump uh, really would like to get all of this stuff, criminal case stuff, uh, pushed off into 2025 and, and give him a chance to win. And then maybe he can pardon himself on the federal stuff or, or have the DOJ drop the cases. Uh, and so that's where this is headed. We just don't have a crystal ball. We don't know if the judge uh, in Atlanta is going to say, yeah, I'm really disappointed in Fonnie Willis and she's out of here, or uh, if he's going to give her a slap on the wrist and never do this kind of thing again. And we don't know about the timing of the case. She wanted the trial to run from August to December. (laughs) And of course, generally criminal defendants have to sit in court every minute of their trial, which would mean, as Donald Trump was saying the other day, well, I guess I'll be in court during the day and I'll be campaigning at night. It's all very weird. And we just don't really have a a real handle on how that drama is going to unfold. Do you think that Ms. Willis did herself any good by coming in so defiant into the courtroom um, yesterday? You know, both of Willis and Nathan Wade acknowledged that they did have a personal relationship, but she was super adamant in her defying uh, wrongdoing, denying wrongdoing. I, I think it backfired. You know, sometimes high emotion in, in legal political context works great. Think back to Clarence Thomas when he angrily denounced the high tech lynching. Uh, by Anita Hill, and and he won. He he got confirmed. Think about Kavanaugh a few years ago when he was just he was eleven on a scale of ten as they lampooned him on Saturday Night Live. Uh, but that emotion helped him. It actually turned it around because his accuser basically won the morning, and then he won the afternoon and won his job. Funny Willis, uh, yeah, I, I think. She was so angry and so defiant and emotional. I don't think she did herself any favors. I think she would have been much better off saying, let's just take it down a notch here. You know, I really resent the insinuation and and the lies, frankly. Here, let's set the record straight. She didn't do that. And uh, who knows if the judge will be uh, affected much by her emotion level. But it isn't something I would counsel her to have done. Royal Oaks is with us. So, Royal, the other case you mentioned right at the top, a judge's ordered Donald Trump to pay morally or almost uh, $355 million in that civil fraud case. And he's banned from doing business in New York for three years where he built his empire. How unusual is this? Well, it's extraordinary. New York has a law. It's interesting. Unlike most any other state law, the law says, look, if you're doing business in the, the empire state and if you lie, if you commit fraud, you're going to be out of here, and you're going to pay big bucks for any money you uh, ill-gotten gains. It has to be a subject of restitution. Give it back. 
But um, and because in this case, the banks and the insurance companies, nobody complained. They didn't say they lost any money. They, in fact, referred to Donald Trump as a whale client, meaning they love to have a big client like that. But the $355 million uh, is going to be the subject, of course, of Donald Trump's appeal. He'll file it immediately. Uh, and it wouldn't be a surprise if the court of appeal, the appeals court in New York take a, takes a step back and said, says, OK, th- this does seem excessive. That That's what Trump would be hoping for. But imme- the immediate problem he has is you've got to post a bond or, or post the money, put it in escrow. And even Donald Trump probably doesn't have $355 bucks in his jeans. He may have to borrow money on some of these properties that it's claimed that he uh, overvalued. Uh, he, he may be able to, to raise some additional money, post a bond, uh, you know, a per- percentage of the $355 million in cash. So uh, he, he's got financial issues now and he's got legal appeal issues. And the sons were also held liable, weren't they, uh, Don Jr. and Eric? You bet. Four, $4 million for each of them, plus $1 million for Mr. Weisselberg, the former chief financial officer. So the grand total is $364 million that, that has to be paid. Um, the uh, the contentious relationship between Trump and the judge, of course, is going to be a, a subject of appeal. Uh, Trump called the law clerk for the judge uh, Schumer's girlfriend because she was a picture with Senator Chuck Schumer from New York. Um it's it's the old fairness issue that the Trump supporters have been talking about for months and months, the politicization of the legal system. Uh, they're going to stress that the attorney general uh, campaigned to get her job on the basis of getting Donald Trump. Uh, they're going to point out there were no victims. No banks came forward and said, hey, Donald Trump ripped us off. Uh, the judge's rem- language in the decision today was really remarkable. He said Trump's lack of contrition borders on the pathological. So all of these issues will be hashed out in a, in a slightly lowered temperature uh, environment in the appeals court in New York. And Royal, you mentioned the potential problem coming up with that cash. He's not allowed to do business in New York, which is his base of operations. That seems awfully problematic. At the same time, you got to come up with $350 million. Yeah, that's right. I mean, going forward, you know, the future issue is is his world will shrink business wise because, you know, he's king of the hill in New York. Uh, Trump Tower's got his name and, you know, it's the center of the universe in the view of a lot of people. Um, So uh, future income is jeopardized. But in terms of the the, uh, the present question about, you know, how to deal with a three hundred and fifty five million dollar award, Trump's lawyers will probably go to the Court of Appeal immediately and say, not only are we appealing, but we want uh, emergency relief because this is like a corporate death sentence. Uh, This guy doesn't have three hundred and fifty five million dollars. So they may try to get some relief and and make the argument that, look, we've got some really solid appellate issues we're going to raise. And so it would be irreversibly uh, damaging if you allowed this corporate death sentence to go forward because his his business world will basically collapse. uh, And who knows if the New York appeals court will be receptive to that. ABC legal analyst Royal Oaks. Thanks, Royal. Have a great weekend. Thanks. You too.